Welcome to the Minorities Report Podcast. My name is Antonio Alcazar. Yo, I'm Technor. Uh, on this podcast, we talk about movies that I have never seen that everybody else has, apparently. Old school classic hits. <laughs> yeah, mostly old school classic hits. Sometimes mostly. we go a little newer school. Yes. Because uh, Kingdom of Heaven was like 2005, wasn't it? Yeah, well, fuck them. And then, um, and obviously Jason loves these movies, and so uh, Jason and everybody else loves these movies. And so we just go back, uh, we watch older movies. I uh, talk about how I see them as a person who never saw them and a millennial. And Jason tells me why his Gen Xer opinion is right. <laughs> Correct. So today we're hitting you up with the 1982 Conan film. Um, Conan. Yes, Conan. boy. Director. We watched an old Arnold movie. Hell yeah, man. Like I feel like 70% of the movies we watch are old Arnold movies. I mean, that's what we set the podcast up to be, pretty much. an old. We could have just called this the Arnold cast, or, you know, Ar- Arnold's Arms, or some shit like that. Reports on Arnold's Arms. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, director John Millis, uh, he won, uh, he, this guy won an award, actually, for screenwriting uh, Apocalypse Now. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. So The guy who directed this correct. screen wrote Apocalypse Now? Yes. Yep. You know, that actually makes sense. Yeah. Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> bro. This is, importantly, one of Arnold's first films in the U.S. Okay. Um, yes. That is informative. Yes, really? I didn't absolutely. know that. Yep, yeah. Absolutely. Had so, he done anything before this? Nothing That's uh, that was like a uh, like anything that was Did he have a secret porno like, uh, like Sylvester No, Stallone? he did like some bodybuilding things and stuff like that. But this okay. was the first thing he did that was a film in the U.S. that, that was like, here we go, Interesting. Arnold. Yeah, he was really ripped in this one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we're going to jump right into this, and the intro for this is a telling of tales, basically. The chronicle, uh, yeah, the Chronicler right. of Conan is about to drop you into the days of high adventure. Yeah, uh, this takes in a place, this is the something age, the, yeah. what is this? The Hi- Hi- Hyborian, Hyperion age? Hyborian, Hyborian age. age. So, immediately I'm like, wait, this is Earth? Well, and so I Googled it. Yeah. And, yeah, I guess the Hyperion Age or Hyperion Age or whatever it is uh, is like an old Greek age that is yeah. supposed to take place after Atlantis but before Greece. Yes. Uh, and it's like roughly – it could be anywhere from 35 to like 10,000 years yeah. ago. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right, let's watch this movie Hell with yeah. that kind of like world-building context. Sure. Because I always – you know, long-time listeners of the show, uh, to borrow a uh, phrase from Jason – uh, know that I love me some world building. He loves him some world building. And so when a, when a movie's just like, I got some world building for you, I'm just like, okay, cool. I'll jump into your universe for a little while. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that's why that's why I Googled just that. Just that. I got you. Yeah. Totally. So uh, we jump into a forge that's burning hot to some like epic fucking intro music. Yeah. <laughs> so right off the bat, I'm just like, we didn't have iron 10,000 years ago, but I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, the like man, I got to tell you right off the bat, before we go into too far, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to give you my opinion of the film, obviously, but I love the music of this film. Like, okay. the deep drums that are just like... Yes, sure. Like, man, I just love that shit yeah. so much. And you get that right in the intro right yeah. away. Um, setting you up for what this was going to be. Yeah, yeah the sure. forge is burning hot, you know, and we kind of jumped to uh, Conan's dad explaining to him what the gods are, yeah. the enigma of steel. How and, important steel is. Yes. And this scene to me looks so awesome. It's very Clash of the Titans with like the back. We, we didn't even have copper at that point, but like, okay. 
Shut we the fuck had up. forged steel, I guess. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I guess in my mind I was saying, I guess we just lost this technology. Yes, that's fine. Exactly that. Yeah. I mean, that's happened before, too. Of course, so, sure, yeah, You yeah. know, we had working toilets and shit like that in Rome. But you know what? Uh, when North America started, we didn't have working aqueducts and shit like that. We had outhouses. Sure. So, like, you know, it I is I mean, there was plumbing is. in Machu Picchu. Like, I, I get it. Yeah, exactly. So he talks to him about the riddle of steel, and he, and he specifically says, no one you can trust but this... Yeah. This you can trust. Yeah, yeah. Steel. You can't trust anything, but you can trust your steel. Yes, yeah. you can trust steel, right? And that is the the riddle of steel. So we go from there to uh, some more. Well, I love the score of this film because there's just always undertones of music going on and whatnot. And we see some snake boys rolling in. They got all kinds of snake uh, uh, memorabilia, iconography, yeah. right? Memorabilia. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you know what this reminded me of? Straight uh, up, when these guys come into attack, uh, chaos war bands for Warhammer. Sure. Yeah. You know, like fucking barbarian dudes and shit. And they come yeah. in and they're just starting. To- I didn't super understand what was happening here. Right. Uh, I think maybe either that was the point or it was just poorly done. I'm going to give it to him and say that that it's was just the you point. throwing you into it. Right yeah. Away. But so like, I didn't know they explained who it later. Conan's dad was. Sure. Was he like a tribal leader of some yeah, kind? Yeah. He, well, he was like the blacksmith of that clan. Okay. But it was just a little clan. Yeah. And then this guy came in. Yeah. And to be honest, I thought the, the king or the leader of this warband was the dude the big yeah. guy with the beard yep and then it turns out it was james earl jones it's james but i earl thought jones. when in obviously you didn't get that i, I didn't understand that until later sure. in the movie at this point i thought that the james earl jones character was just like their shaman magic sure. person you know like the wizard guy yeah. that came that came, came along with the bearded uh, guy but then it wasn't you know no, i was gonna say because like so they all come in and they attack and they burn everything down and whatnot and they kill Conan's dad yeah. and um, kill everybody. They right. The they, only people left alive at the end the of kids. this thing are, are the kid and the mom. Yep. And so um, they, you know, Conan's dad's sword, this really high end sword, is laying there. The guy you're talking about with the beard and everything picks it up, hands it to you know uh, James Earl Jones. James Earl kind of just is looking over it and whatever, very in awe of this thing and yeah. whatnot. And um, Conan's mom, you know, stands there and whatnot. She he chops off Conan's mom's head, and man. James Earl fucking Jones, dude, his glorious hair, man. His hair is so ridiculous in it's, this art. It's fucking, it's one of the silliest things I think I've seen in any Dude, movie. you know how old he was in this scene? His fucking bangs, dude, I I was laughing my ass off. He was 52 way. years old here. Whoa. He he didn't look 52. He uh, he looked fairly yeah, young. He's black. So um, <laughs> this dude. I would I would have thought he's 52 today. I'm going to talk about James Earl Jones. How old is James Earl Jones? 91 or 92. So, uh, and still in movies. He was just in Coming to America, too, while Gene Hackman's sitting on his ass doing nothing. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about James Earl Jones for a second, bro. First of all, when I found out he was 52 in this movie, and this is some of his earlier movies, I just said, decided I'm becoming an actor. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I'm doing it, bro. You got, if James you got Earl 12, can do it, you got 12 exactly, years. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this dude, if we had, like, if America had, like, a knighting service, like England did and shit like that, James Earl Jones would be a knight for sure. This dude was born in 1931, Mississippi. So, 30s, Mississippi. Deep South, shitty fucking shit, you know. Joined the military, fought in, Nor- in the Korean War as an army ranger, dude. So, like, that's, like, step down from special forces. Like, badass motherfucker. Like, okay, so I just want to talk about him for a little bit. Great actor, obviously. I mean, everybody's familiar with James Earl Jones from fucking 
you know, uh, you obviously not Conan, but this was a big deal for a lot of other people. Here's what James Earl Jones is for me. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Yep. And Mufasa. Sure. That's it. Two of like gigantic movies. Yeah, those are gigantic roles for sure. I'm just saying like that's who he is. Yeah. I get you. Oh, and he was the guy in Sandlot. So yeah. I guess three movies. I mean, he's been uh, a fatherly figure in a lot of different movies sure. and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. okay. So uh, Conan uh, is enslaved, goes mm-hmm. to the north, and mm-hmm. he goes to the Wheel of Pain. And of course, uh, you know, I really, really wish that they would have explained to me what this wheel is. Yeah, I just wanted to know. Sure, it didn't have to even involve the plot. Just tell me what it's doing. No, the Wheel of Pain, bro. Yeah, it's, it's just ready. a wheel. Yep. What happens there? Turns you. We just. Yeah. It turns you from a little kid it turns you into, into a, a fucking yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It turns you into a savage is what it does. Yep. And a guy comes and he picks him up. Sit here. Dude, I got to tell you one of the things I love about this movie, man. Such little dialogue. Like, I don't know why I just love that there's almost no dialogue to that this film. That has been in the past, in my opinion, done well. Yeah. And even for bad movies, it's been done well. Sure. So, like, um, a movie that comes to mind is Apocalypto. Sure. Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not my favorite movie in the world. No. But it did the no speaking thing, the saying through showing. Sure. Really well. Sure. Uh, and this one. I actually like that movie. I, I don't love that movie, but there are things I like about that movie a lot. Okay. Yeah. I don't like that it's like ridiculous time. Like, like, like it's like this amalgam. It's like yeah. having a woolly mammoth in uh, ancient Egypt. Yeah. Like, it, this is ridiculous. There was but a lot like, of like. You didn't take any amount of time to make sure that this was culturally Sure, sure, right, right, exactly. This is not what these people looked like. Right. Like, these people were, like, fully clothed and living in houses. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, but it looks cooler if they're just naked (laughs) and they're living in fucking tents. Right, this is like, I think... That's a little racist. People who don't know, like, history well look at this film and think it's like Saving Private Ryan or something like that, where it's, yeah, it's a little fake, but, I mean, we did storm the beaches of Normandy and we fought against the Germans there, but, of course, there was no Ryan or anything like that. The Aztecs did not live like this. they look. They were one of the most, weirdly... One of the most advanced cultures on the planet. Sure, the at that time, up. yeah. They so. just didn't have gunpowder and shit right, like exactly. that. Right, so, exactly. So, know, obviously, diseases were a different thing yeah. for them. But, like, when you showed up, it, the largest city on Earth was uh, Tenochtitlan. Sure. So, like, that's, like, counts for a lot. You that's know? awesome, man. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'd like to I'd like to learn more about... about uh, it's some cool-ass shit. shit like that. It's yeah. crazy. I love history yeah. in general. So, like... Yeah. And I've expanded myself. Like, I used to just uh, learn about U.S. history. And sure, I know so much about U.S. history now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've been trying to s- s- expand towards, like, the Ottoman Empire. So, I learned a lot about the Ottoman Empire and shit yeah. like that. Like, I know about Roman Empire yeah, and, like, Greek and shit like that. Yeah, but, like, yeah. not things like the Ottomans and, like... Uh, uh, Mesopotamia, things yeah. like that. Like Mesoamerica, I, Mesopotamia, both of them are yeah. very crazy. So I, I definitely want to learn like more about stuff like that as yeah. I grow. Um, so he gets thrown into the pit and he becomes a pit fighter here. And slowly but surely we start to see him age as this pit fighter because he starts off like kind of yeah. not knowing what to do. And like, he, you know like he seems like he's just crying real hard. Yeah. And then eventually he's just like, champion, champion. Yes. Like, like he's like the big guy. Exactly, like, exactly. People are like chanting his name and shit. They start teaching him about reading and he starts to uh, get women too because... Because, you know, he's Conan. That so. scene was so fucking awkward, I mean, bro. yeah, of course. That scene was rough. Right. Like, like and I know that, like, uh, you know, a product of its fucking time or yeah. whatever. But, ugh, what a scene. Dude. And it, not only is it a product of its time, it's trying to show you this, like, 
ancient like shitty like situation Conan's in and this woman's also in a shitty situation she really did not want to be there well right but then Conan doesn't take advantage of that or anything like that he covers her up no he doesn't he covers her up and he lays no not with that woman yeah and that woman Uh, he just he like he grabs her and gently rapes her but he rapes her for sure sure like that's like it, it was a the okay. implication was that he was so overpowering sure. that she just kind of let it happen, sure. and she didn't struggle much. But that was still okay. Super rough to watch. So he from there he also starts learning about swordplay and stuff. He gets training in swordplay, mm-hmm. and uh, from the Asian guy. Yes, he he starts to, ten thousand years before any of this. Fuck you. So <laughs> of course the quote: "What is best in life." To crush your enemies, uh, to see them driven before you, to hear the lamentation of the women. I don't know if it was his delivery or if it was the line, sure. but I cringed so hard, I almost fainted. Yeah, Blood stopped Great. rushing to my brain. Great quote. Uh, <laughs> at this Great point, quote. Uh, okay. Conan's master finally frees him at this point. Uh-huh. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, you've won me enough wards. Sure. Fights. You've so, earned it. Yes. You're free now. So uh, dogs come after him, but he falls into a cave, a mm-hmm. cave dedicated to Krom. Mm-hmm. This is where he finds his first sword. What? How did you know it was Krom? Because he says Krom. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were you were probably spaced out at this scene already. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Right. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, he and, takes a sword. Yes. You know, and and, it's a good sword, still yes. sharp, you know, like right. obviously well-crafted. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Finds himself a house, and he's invited in yeah, by a good-looking woman. he's just walking woman. around, yep. and uh, he gets to, like, this little hut. Yeah. And there's just some lady who's just like, hey. Pretty good-looking woman. Would yeah, you like, like to have come sex? Come on in. And yeah. he's just like, sure. Sure, yeah, right. I'll have sex with yeah, you if yeah. you want. And then, of course, she reveals herself to be a witch. Yeah. Throws her into the fire. I laughed out loud at the scene when he throws her into the fire. Just so funny to me. And he runs out. and he... It was a very explicit sex scene, sure. followed by a really comical death. Yes, of course. Yeah. And he, extremely explicit sex scene, right? Followed by an extremely comical. I'm not arguing with you. I loved it. So uh, <laughs> he chucks her into the fire. Yes, yes, yes. Fucking, I uh, I told you I laughed out loud yeah, at the scene. Yeah. So uh, he goes outside and he finds a guy that's locked up. I have not eaten for days. Yeah, and who says you will? And, and then they both laugh. They right, <laughs> and they form a friendship, yeah. and they talk about gods and life and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of leads them to a castle city, and they go to check it out. And he's uh, his archer now. Yes, yeah. they found out about a, the cult of Set uh, from one of the guys that's in the city, mm-hmm. and um, they're snake cult. Yes, exactly. And they're start walking through, and uh, and, they, and, the, and nobody likes a snake cult. Like, right. They're just kind of like. They're like a they're the most parasite. powerful, yeah. But they people have to like obey and, them, and they're, they're so and they're powerful. weird pop ups. Yes. like suddenly they're just popping up all over the place. Right, exactly. The snake so. cult is gaining huge momentum. Right, uh, you know, and a, a camel tries his luck with fucking Conan. And I Conan laughed so hard for way longer than I should. Yeah. have. because it was so instant. Yes, like the camel looks at him. Yes, and he just. Punches right in the fucking mouth. Yeah. I've never seen an animal like that get punched in a movie. Yeah. That was really weird. That was bizarre. Yeah. I wonder if that was in the script even. Like yeah. like a part of me thinks that Arnold Schwarzenegger just straight up punched his puppet. Yeah. Uh, but it really made me laugh. Yes. Uh, Who punches a fucking camel? <laughs> the I'll, I'll get to it later. Okay. I can't, but, I can't wait to hear about this fucking camel. Uh, a woman a woman helps them get into the temple of Set, and yeah. they see the high priest of Set, and the cult is doing cultish shit, having sex. Woman. Yes. It's it's like 
Because she's a becomes a main character. Now. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, get, for yeah, sure. But right. the, so, like, this lady really enthusiastically wants to get into this snake yes. fucking pit. And th- what was the reason? Like, uh, she had like lost somebody to that. Yeah, like, they had yeah, stolen yeah. somebody or some shit. Like yes, that? and there was like yes, exactly that. And uh, the cult is doing very cultish shit. You know, having sex. Uh, yeah, you know, swarming all shit. over themselves and yeah. shit like that. And. Uh, Conan just gets down there and starts stealing shit. You know, yeah. he uh, starts taking. Things. Yeah, because at this point, him and his buddy, they just want riches and shit. Yes. You know, they're just, you know, they're marauders. Exactly. You know? exactly. They just want right. Some shit. However, he sees the symbol of Set, and then he's reminded of from when yes. he was a kid, and he remembers he's that like, exact Oh, symbol. I know these dudes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And a uh, snake tries to, like, sneak up on him. Not just a snake. Yes. A gigantic fucking, snake. Yeah, like a Leviathan. Monsters. Fucking, yeah. Snake, yes. Uh, Conan gets in a fight with a snake and like stabs the shit out of it and gets some right help. in the fucking mouth. Yes, and then his buddy just like lights it up. Yes, it it took two for sure. Yep. And then uh, and then Conan slices his head off. Right, and they start to like crawl their way out of the place. And uh, at this point, the cult notices the dead snake, and the woman barbarian helps him get out of that area. The and, woman barbarian, yeah, okay, for yeah. sure. They don't even give her a name in this. So you no, know, in stop. This... In the entire movie, she doesn't have a name. Let me let me look it up. Dude, she better have a fucking name. Otherwise, I'm going to laugh my fucking ass off. Everybody gets a name except for the woman. They do women in this movie super dirty, though. I mean, yeah, of course. It's no, I don't know about of course. 1982 fucking film about barbarians. We were just talking about a movie. Uh, remember Commando? Oh, no. She she does have a name. I'm sorry. Uh, Valor, Valeria. Okay. So we can feel okay now. Uh, they did women okay. They head back to the guild hall, and Conan gifts the woman with the gem he stole. And of course, they get it on because she's so happy yeah, uh, for the gem. Yeah. Gem, you know. So, and then they have like a blast. They yes. have like a bender. Well, right. Well, no. So this now time is passing, and he's stealing and doing all this other shit. And they're so successful with everything that they're yeah. doing that he's just gotten bored with it. Yeah. So uh, Conan actually gets arrested, and the woman get arrested, and they get uh, they take taken to the king of the land. Yep. And the king is impressed with the fact that they aren't phased by the. Uh, uh, cult of set. They're the only people that don't give a fuck about. Yeah, that. and and even the king is just like, dude, this these these people are an enormous pain in my ass. Yes, and more importantly, his daughter was taken by Thulsa Doom, yep. and he wants to get her back. And not really taken. She kind of fell to the cult. Well, that's not what he says, though. He oh, says okay. that she was kidnapped by Thulsa Doom. Oh, so, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I didn't really see any evidence of that until they show her. Of course, her. right? Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. So, and then Conan's old lady, she's like, I'm not about that life at all. And um, uh, he, she advises him, no, you know, don't go to this cult or whatever the set. You know, the main portion of they're very dangerous, and you're going to end up dead. And uh, so they fuck one more time to, like, you know, for old time's <laughs> sake. And then and then he's just like, okay, I'm out. I'm peaceful. In the morning before she wakes up, he's yeah. already gone. Yeah. And uh, Conan, at this point, meets up with the narrator of the film. Yes. Uh, the chronicler. Yeah. Who's like a wizard? Yes. Yeah. And Conan who just like lives in the in the middle of the fucking desert. Yeah, for sure. In like in like bone huts. Yeah. An old abandoned bone hut city. And he he continues on his path. Yeah. And he goes to sleep. But he makes friends with him. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Because he seems like an incredibly chill dude. Right. Yeah. Uh, Conan. you know, he jumps on a camel at this, this point. This guy, by the way, Mako, I think is yes, his name. Yes, Mako is his name. Uh, he narrated... Uh, like, when I was watching this, I was just sure. like, why in the fuck do I know this voice? Like, who is this that I know his yeah. voice? It turns out that he is a character in a show called Avatar The Last Airbender. Got it. Uh, he is a character in the first season, 
named Iroh, who is kind of like a fan favorite. Okay. The, it, Avatar is a show where everybody's a fan favorite, but sure. Iroh is specifically like a fan favorite. Yeah. And then there's an episode where uh, it's an incredibly sad episode. Sure. Uh, where at the end it's uh, there's a little thing that says for Mako, and yeah. it's because during this he had passed, passed away, away. Uh, and they had to change his voice actor, and that was really sad. But like I was like, oh okay, that's that's where I know this dude. Sure, sure. It was cool yeah. seeing him as an For actor. Sure, yeah, you know? in the old days, right? Yeah. yeah, he was a cool actor too. Yeah. He, he had a lot of like on-screen charisma. So uh, Conan, for whatever reason, goes to sleep in the middle of the desert right yep. here, yep. and wakes up, and there's a caravan of people there yep. <laughs> as he wakes up. Like you, like you wouldn't have heard this and been woken. Well, whatever. Uh, one of the followers comes up to him and hits on him, and he's like, "Yeah, let's do this." And like, super, super weird. This entire scene was so weird because he wakes up, and it's a caravan of set uh, followers. Set followers. Yep. And he kind of realizes that. Yep. And then this guy comes up and he's just like, hey, you're not supposed to be wearing what you're wearing. Right. And then the guy's just like, well, do you want to help me change type shit? Yeah. And I was like, what? You're yeah. like, how did you even pick that up? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> how'd you yeah. know? <laughs> and uh, takes him out back and beats his ass and yeah. then takes his clothes. Looks ridiculous in these clothes, of course, too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, joins the followers of You set. know, I didn't super like that scene, by the way. For sure. Of course not. It's ridiculously <laughs> 80s. Yeah. So, uh, and it's almost like late 70s more so than anything sure. else. Okay. Uh, joins the followers what, what of year set. Did this come out in? 82. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. 80 was. It was definitely being deep. written in the 70s. Yes. Uh, meets Thulsa Doom, who addresses the followers. Yep. Instantly busts his ass out as the person who's not doesn't belong. That's uh, James L. Jones, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thulsa sure. Doom is because he's like Jones. making his way up and like trading his like like pendant yep. and stuff to get closer and closer and closer. And he's like in his mind, he's just like, oh, I'm gonna fuck these guys up right yep. now. And then they're just like. Infidel. Right, he's infidel. Infidel. Yeah. They grab him. They beat his ass and they... They uh, beat his ass. Yes. They whoop the shit out of him. Take him in front of Thulsa and uh, Thulsa kind of gives him a breakdown what's really strong. Because he's like, basically, uh, Conan, he, he talks a lot of his shit and Conan's like, you know, you killed my mom killed or my whatever. Mom and dad. Yeah, for and, sure. And he's just like, oh yeah, I used to do shit like that. Right, well oh. no, he's like... He's like, yeah, back when back when I thought steel was important, I used yeah. to do that and conquer tribes and stuff like yeah. that. And he used but to take their swords. I'm I'm way above that now. Yeah, like yeah. that is bullshit. He's just to like, me. hey, watch what I can do. Watch what I can do. Yeah. Hey, lady, come to me. Kill yourself. Come to me, child. And she's just like, yeah, dope, and just kills himself. Yep. Eric kills herself. Yeah. And that is strength. Yeah, he's just like, do you have any idea how fucking powerful I am now that yes. I can just make people fucking kill themselves? That's right. wild. That's way stronger than fucking steel. Yes, this whole scene is fucking insanity, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, you know, I I gave you a purpose here, and look at what you've done with your purpose, yeah. you know. And yeah, uh, I'm more of a father to you than yes. your father ever was. Type and uh, you know what? You're going to have some time to think about that as you're crucified on the tree of woe. <laughs> and he gets put on a fucking tree and crucified, crucified. Yeah. and a vulture lands on him. Yeah, starts pecking out his fucking arm and bites the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of this vulture. To, and, what a scene, dude! Yeah, man, no shit. And then his friends show up, and of course they rescue him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The woman takes him to the sorcerer to heal him. Yep. And we get because he's gonna die. Yes, he's he, been out there for a while. Yeah, he's straight up crucifying gonna die. kills people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, turns out, uh, uh, the, he's he's dying of exposure. This yes. guy hasn't eaten or drank anything in a long time. Yes, birds have been poking himself out. Yep. And so they take him to uh, his friend Mako. Yeah, the the wizard, and they're just like, "Hey, can you revive him?" And Mako's like, "Yeah, but this is gonna get wild." Yes. Like I could do it. 
But it's gonna get fucking wild. It gets and it gets wild, and then it does get wild. They, they like wrap they, him up, and then like yeah. the spirits show up, and all this other shit. And he, he is healed though from this. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He wakes up and he's just like, oh shit, that was cool. And then we get the Conan Arnold posing scene, of course. Smooth. The, I know this is like so ridiculous. I love this scene. Like just like his different poses yeah. with the sword, and yeah. I'm doing them right now, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, it's just such a fucking awesome scene to me. Uh, but I love it. I love it. Uh, and they, for whatever reason, get painted up with some like barbarian esque, you know, like black oh, paint. All of co- of course, right. because it's an, uh, an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, so right. he's got to have body paint. At yes, some point. of course. And it doesn't look like it's. It would even be for camo. It no. was just like ridiculous body paint. Of course. They get painted up, and they head back to Thulsa's mountain, and they come across a pleasure room in the mountain, and Thulsa is straight getting a groove on, chilling, and out of and fucking also, nowhere, what turns into a yeah. fucking snake. I, oh, my God. No what a deal. scene, dude. This was such a fucking, like, bad trip of a yeah. scene. Oh, I need to bring up, too, because I almost forgot about this scene. Uh-huh. When Thulsa is showing his power and whatnot, yeah. he's like, you know, uh... I didn't really have too much of a problem with you, but you killed my fucking snake. My my yes. my, my, my yeah. snake. Like, what the fuck did you do that for? And then he straight up turns into a snake. Yes. And it's not even like a big snake. No. It was it's him like as a, a snake. Literal little old snake. Yep. Crazy shit, man. Yeah, he turned into a snake, like yeah. you said. Uh, no big deal, you know. And uh, then the attack begins. This is where they attack. And they do pretty well. Yeah. And... They they're they're fighting against everybody. Uh, Conan fights against the like the two barbarian dudes yep. and whatnot. Everything's going good, and they get the girl that they're supposed to get yep. to rescue her, and um, they they take off from there. And but of course, Doom is a smooth motherfucker, and he talks to his arrow, his mm-hmm. snake arrow, shoots the snake arrow, and murders yeah. Conan's girlfriend. Dude, straight up. Yes. Yeah. She just dies. And they get to... Right off the horse, dude. I, absolutely. I, even, I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, God. you got in the side, man. Yeah, poor girl. So they get to a place where they're going to defend themselves against uh, Doom's coming. Because mm-hmm. uh, they know he's going to come after the, the daughter. Yeah. And they set up a bunch of defensive lines they have a funeral traps for the lady first. Yes, they, of course... Oh, that's... Okay, now... All right. Yeah. Uh, so after the snake shot, they set up a funeral for Valeria. Yeah. And... They burn her and everything, and they start to set up the defenses for when Doom's going to come and try to get the girl back that yeah. they kidnapped. Um, that they kidnapped from his kidnapping. Yes, so, yes, yes. Uh, clearly, though, this is where you point out she's down with Doom. Like yes, she's not yeah. there as like a you know kidnapped. No, she wants to go back. Like that. She yeah. wants to go back. Yeah. As they're getting ready, and Doom is starting to ride across the thing, and then the music's hitting again. Conan gives arguably like the best prayer I've ever heard in my life. Like he's just like. Krom, give me the power to fight against my enemies. Uh, I never ask you for anything. Yeah. Help me wish one time. Yeah. And if you don't, fuck you. Yeah, like, and, he's like, <laughs> and if you don't, get fucked then. Right, exactly. I'll yeah. do it my fucking self. Yeah. Uh, the hell with you. Uh, traps start going off. <laughs> and if you don't help really me, well. you're an enormous bitch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, a lot of good traps and a lot and a lot of fighting happens here. And Conan starts to get into like kind of a bad position. Yep. He's about to get Gets killed. Down. He's about to get killed. I was just like, well, okay. And then Valeria shows back up as, as a, a Valkyrie. Yep. Yep. So she because she's got the wings and everything else. Um, so she's a Valkyrie. So okay. that's in that scene. So because she's been. Uh, She's done well enough that Crom takes her in, and now she's a Valkyrie from Crom. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like some Odin like sort of things going on with Crom and shit. Ten thousand so. years before any of that, exactly. So, but this this is what created all that. So, oh. 
as things start to get bad. Yeah, because they did talk about Valhalla at some yes, point. Yes, of course. Because yeah, sure. he talks about that he, Krom ignores everybody, but it, and they have to do well in Krom's eye, mm-hmm. otherwise they won't be allowed in Valhalla. So mm-hmm. uh, things start to go very well for Conan and his crew, and they're pretty much killing everybody, and Thulus is like, I'm fucking out of here, man, and he bails on the situation. Conan follows after him, and he sneaks into the camp. Mm-hmm. He's got the sword now. That his dad had because the barbarian had that yeah, sword. Yeah. It's broken though. Yes. Okay. And that's an important thing, obviously, because then he goes back to where, where Thulsa is with all of the set, his crew and everything else. And he sneaks into there and he crawls up to the top, basically, where Thulsa is giving his prayers and everything else. And he kind of has a confrontation and they're kind of like, he kind of starts to, because you see scenes where like he's looking at the sword and like thinking about what Thulsa has told him about the, how weak sword steel actually is and how strong flesh is over this and that. And it's kind of like he almost has, and, and Thulsa's like, come to me, my son, and yeah. everything. And like he's kind of trying accepting. to convince him, too, that yes. like he's what, been more important in his life than anybody else right. and that he should just be a follower of Right, this guy. exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, clearly he gave him purpose to life yeah. when it boils down to it. Yeah. And I think this is where he said, I've been more of a father to you than your father. Yes, is. absolutely. And like, it, for a second, he, he is kind of disarmed by it yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. And then, of course, he cuts his head off, just like he cut, like, Thulsa cut his mom's head off. And uh, we pretty much, you know, his head gets thrown down the thing. And then all the followers of Set are like, oh, that guy was a bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> pretty much like, oh, he wasn't a prophet at all. We just sure. throw our flames into this water and we're done with this bullshit. Uh, and it's like, okay, everybody go home now. Yeah, exactly. The party's over with. <laughs> it's all done. And we get a wrap-up of Conan's life at this point. Because yeah. that's the end. It's and very, like, like, this really badass, like, grizzled-looking Yes, Conan. old Conan yeah. who's very unhappy on his throne. Sure. And he's just basically King Conan at this point yeah. in time. And yeah. that is the end of Conan yeah. the they're, Barbarian. They're just like, and then he became king sometime later. Yes. Yeah, right. uh, so. Give me some behind-the-scenes. Yeah. So. Uh, important to note that this is like the first movie like this. This is one of the first Sword and Sandals movies that was like next level, rated R, barbarian style. Like they definitely had like Jason and the Argonauts and shit like that. Okay. But never anything like as gritty and fucking like murderous as this. And like as okay. you know, uh, they wanted this movie to be originally when they set this up. Do you, Are you familiar with Robert E. Howard at all? Uh, I don't know why that sounds familiar. That's He's the writer of Conan. Okay. Uh, coincidentally, he, he also had a little bit of correspondence with Lovecraft and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, uh, you know, you'd be shocked to hear racist, sexist. Uh, you know, wow. Growing up in the in the nineteen thirties, yeah. yeah uh, the best thing he did is he killed himself at like age thirty one after his mom died. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was pretty much a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, he created the Conan universe and whatnot. Conan is well, but it's super stupid. The like the. Uh, the things he created, right? His amalgamate of like this one word that appears in a thing and then Norse mythology, you know, was like for a person who really enjoys a well-crafted world, what a stupid world. This movie, I'm not going to get to my comments there. Uh, this movie uh, was the first one and they wanted this to be like a 12 movie series like James Bond. They were okay. just going to have keep on doing Conan stuff. Sure. This is the first Arnold movie and... Uh, Turn him into the star that we know. Um, yeah. This movie, he got paid like two hundred fifty thousand dollars for this film, so that's like nothing. Honestly, yeah. back yeah. then, the budget for this movie twenty million, turnaround eighty million. So I mean, it made uh, four it made times money. what it. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The three big guys in this film, 
did almost every single stunt themselves. Oh, so wow. that's the two like barbarian yeah. like bad guys, yeah. and then uh, Conan okay. or uh, Arnold. Arnold yeah. yeah, they did almost everything themselves. They trained for months in sword combat, so like almost all the sword fighting and stuff like that wow. was practiced like fifteen times between each other, and they did every scene. It really does seem like they um, had to cut a lot of corners or cut out a lot of like fat if they were going to make movie sure. money with this movie. Sure, and the guy that if you remember the scene where Conan is being trained by that Asian guy yeah. how to fight or whatever yeah. that was the real trainer the for yeah, the guy who like yeah, trained everybody sure. and whatnot so they just gave him that part you know to be in the movie of course sure, so yeah. uh, the sword manufacturing for this movie was fucking nuts they made everybody's sword was a real sword that they made <sighs> My God. it cost $10,000 each sword that they made for this so like everybody who had a real sword but when they tried to like fight with these swords they it was gonna clearly impossible because yeah, sure, yeah. they're like heavy as fuck sure, these gigantic yeah. swords right so then they re made aluminum versions of the swords so anytime they do something like posing or anything like that that's a real, real sword, sword yeah. any actual fighting was the aluminum weapons and whatnot so what yeah. a fucking egregious waste of money tons of complaints from the humane society for literally punching a camel wait he really literally punched, an punched camel. a camel yes and there's tons because this is before like there's all these actions against like doing things to animals and shit yeah. like that oh yeah, my so. god he punched a real yeah, fucking he camel I, I, has he ever done an interview about this? Has no, he ever apologized? I, I, don't think, I don't think so. I want to find this, a, okay, an so, Arnold apology about punching a real yeah, camel. Yeah. Like, I want him to be, like, in his 50s, you know, sure. as the senator or uh, governor of California, yeah. going, yeah, I'm sorry for punching that camel when yeah, I was younger. Right, you know, yeah. like... The, the, I hope that yeah. that exists somewhere. So, we'll get to it eventually, but in the second movie, he punches out a horse. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And he punches a real horse? No, so, I don't think he punches a real horse I in the second movie, not, but yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so... So... Conan. <laughs> Do I like this movie? Do you recommend this movie to people? No, no, I don't recommend this movie. Nobody who has not seen this movie, go see this movie. Don't don't watch it. This is a bad movie. It's so bad from beginning to end. The world build is dog shit, and it's a lot of dumb, nothing makes sense, lazy shit. It's lazy shit. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to build my own world, but it's actually not. You know, it's just this. And uh, and Conan is not a very charismatic character. He's just kind of like a big guy that beats up on things, which, like, some movies have done well. I think the movies that do it better make me like the guy who's doing the beating up, you know? Because uh, there's tons of movies like that, like uh, Taken and The Equalizer and, and John Wick, and it's just one dude beating up everybody. And, like, that's fine. Eat Man's like that, too. Sure. But, like, all of those movies, I kind of, I like the main yeah, character. Yeah, for sure, for sure. This one, I didn't like the main character. He was okay. just kind of like a silent big guy uh, who rapes a chick real early on, so that kind of spoiled it for me. And then um, it, the, the rest of the movie is just kind of silly. I think that's what it is. It's, it's silly and dumb, and, and I didn't like the main character. So, all in all... Uh, ew, you know, bad movie. Don't watch this. Uh, nothing about it is fun or redeeming. Uh, it's just, just kind of a thing that's happening, and I didn't like it. What do you think, Jason? Does it hold up? What did I think of this movie here? Um, I can't wait for you to hear this. Uh, and you're about to hear it in one second. Okay. This is likely my favorite movie we've ever done for this podcast. I absolutely love everything about this movie i could not believe rewatch i want to point something out first of all wait hold on before you say anything i just want to make a quick commentary 
you're gross. You, um, when we sat down to watch this movie, I realized something. Mm -hmm. I had never seen this movie in its entirety. I had seen the first half an hour, and I have seen Conan the Destroyer a whole bunch of times, and I was just thinking this was Conan the Destroyer. And and so when I went back to watch this movie, I realized like within 20 minutes, I'm like, anything after like he basically becomes a slave mm -hmm. and goes on the wheel, mm -hmm. I hadn't seen anything past that. This movie was mind-blowingly fucking amazing. I was like, this is an epic of, like, biblical proportions. Like, it sets the groundwork for, like, all kinds of fantasy stories and shit of that nature. Like, the fact that this came from, like, a 1930s story is so, like, mind-blowing to me. Like, this guy's world-building. Now, I know you're like, this world-building was... And, and I am... There was some really good world-building that came out of the 1930s. I am at a disadvantage. That, that old timey stuff. I'm at a disadvantage because okay. I know so much about the Tol Conan universe. Tolkien that was, was came out of the yeah, same. Yeah, so what? Era. I know so I'm much just saying, about that's the, an example of solid world building. So this has world building to that level. They just couldn't present it in this movie. First of all, like and I realized like they couldn't like do that. And so like I'm at a disadvantage because I know so much about Conan because I've loved Conan and like Without even realizing how great the first movie was. There's so much to this, like, this cult of set. There's so much, like, there's all these different, like, um, religions and whatnot throughout this universe and all these different lands and, and warriors and all this shit. It's so awesome. Like, swords and sword, or the swords none, and sorcery none of that sandals. was in this movie. So great. Well, yeah, clearly you have, you have Krom, the, the clear, difference between crom and set and set is clearly this powerful god that's that's i mean it changes fucking james earl jones to a goddamn snake now in the real story thulsa doom is like supernatural like and we know he's supernatural because he has like a skull head and shit so he doesn't actually have a face or anything like that so you know he's like this like weird creature and he has a snake around his neck and shit like that so but i love i love the performances I love the minimal dialogue. I love it so much. Just show instead of say. I the music. Oh my god, it was so beautiful. Like all the shit. Like uh, uh, James Earl Jones, how he like goes from this like conquering, like conquering uh, chaos warlord from Warhammer to this like I'm above all this shit because I have transcended to this next uh, level. And then he gets chopped down by Conan. And the fact that Conan goes from ceremoniously, like, Conan goes from like, uh, I'm this person who believes in sword and steel. And his character development is so awesome because it's like he goes from I don't believe in any of this shit to like I actually like have been influenced by Thulsa Doom. And like I know that, like, I throw down my, my father's sword because it means nothing to me because Thulsa is right. Steel is weak. It's just another thing. I am strong because Conan is strong. Dude, this movie is fucking amazing. I don't know if, like, it is definitely my favorite thing we've watched because I really re-liked watching Alien. I re, I re-liked, like, obviously Kingdom of Heaven was awesome. You like the cringiest movies. Kingdom of Heaven was Kingdom fucking Heaven awesome. Was good, yeah. uh, we've done a lot of great movies. This movie was just so fucking epic. Like, Ben-Hur, like, this should be, like, a movie. And it's, like, so Italian, too. Like, like how it's de delivered. It's, it's Italian as fuck. It's very, like, 1980s Italian. And it reminded me a lot of, like, the old, like, westerns that were done. Did you, did you ever watch any of those, like, old 80s Italian western films? Like, no. oh, that's where Django, Django, you know, came from and yeah. all this other type of shit. Yeah, exactly. I love those movies, too. So maybe that's why I'm already... The closest I ever saw... I, I The closest I ever came 
to watching a spaghetti western was um, Tombstone. Tomb Tombstone. That's not. That's barely a spaghetti and western. I, that's too, the closest so. I came. Yeah, interesting, interesting. So um, I know that that like was like the, way at the end of that. Felt like so uh, uh, western to me and whatnot. So. Um, and, and watching these this, these scenes so much felt like that. So what I would suggest is get yourself a cowboy outfit, put your cowboy outfit on, because next week we're going to watch Blazing Saddles. Oh, I've never seen that. We are going to watch it live next week. No, no, we won't. The Riddle of Steel. Yes. You know what it is, don't you, boy? Shall I tell you? It's the least I can do. Steel isn't strong, boy. Flesh is strong. Look around you. There on that rock. That beautiful girl. Come to me. That is strength, boy. That is power. The strength and power of flesh. What is steel compared to the hand that wields it? Look at your strength in your body. The desire in your heart. I gave you this. Such a 